As Earth Keepers, we hold wisdom about our planet within our bodies learned through lifetimes of experience on Earth and throughout the cosmos. I'm Amy Dempster, a shamanic practitioner and your host for the Earth Keepers podcast, and I'm on a journey to reconnect with my soul family, the other Earth Keepers, grid workers, portal tenders, land stewards, and nature lovers around the world. On this podcast, you won't find gurus or dogma, just a safe space where I share personal stories from my spiritual journey. Welcome back to the Earth Keepers podcast. This season, I'm welcoming a series of thought-provoking guests to the show to discuss where exactly humanity is headed and how we can collectively create the future we'd like to see. We began the season by discussing ideas around creativity, storytelling, songwriting, and myth to begin to imagine new realities here on Earth. Now you're hearing from guests who are creatively working with sound, crystals, light, animals, and sacred geometry to help us remember how our reality here on Earth actually works and how we can creatively bring some of this ancient future technology into our daily lives. It's my deep hope that these conversations will stir something within you or perhaps light a spark in your imagination for what you might be able to bring forward from the depths of your imagination into this reality. I think it's going to take all of our ideas, visions, and inspired action to arrive at this unknown future timeline. So my hope is that this season inspires you to bring your own bit of magic into the world to help usher in what's next for us all. Before we get into this week's episode, if you're feeling inspired to go deeper and want to support the work it takes to bring this podcast to life, I'd love to have you join me in the Earth Tenders Academy. The Earth Tenders Academy is my online course and community where you can learn more about the history and energy of the community that you live in, hold space for the healing of humanity and nature, remember more about your specific gifts and role with the earth, and see the true magic held in your everyday environment. I invite you to step into this portal with me and hundreds of other Earth Tenders from around the world. Tap the link in the show notes to learn more about the Earth Tenders Academy and Join us in this beautiful community. And now, on with the show. You have likely heard or experienced what's often referred to as light language before. But what exactly is it? Although it may have found some popularity in spiritual circles in recent years through social media's wide reach, its origins go back to ancient time, with references as far back as the second century. Here in the United States, the idea of speaking in tongues is usually associated with the Pentecostal church, a charismatic Christian religion where the gift of the language is believed to be a result of baptism with the Holy Spirit. In 2006, researchers at the University of Pennsylvania studied images of people's brains while they spoke this language and found that it involves submission to a higher power, leading to a very intense experience of how the self relates to God. 
My guest today, Carrie Allison, says that light language opens a portal between dimensions. As her experience with channeling in this way has unfolded, she has seen what can be unlocked for people who learn to do this for themselves. She believes that when you consciously work with your own unique light language, you're in the process of living your soul purpose and contributing to the evolution of the earth, humanity, and the entire cosmos. The light that you communicate with is encoded with your innate soul essence. This communication while expressed verbally, is actually received telepathically in a heart-to-heart, soul-to-soul communication. It can be emotionally soothing, helpful in releasing traumas from cellular memory, unlock dormant wisdoms within, and send waves of unconditional love and a sense of well-being over the recipient. It can also shift our energy to a higher frequency and help our brains enter the receptivity of the gamma state, which connects multiple areas of our brain. Gamma waves are associated with increased memory recall, sensory perception, focus, processing speed, and creativity. So whether you learn to channel light language for yourself or you receive it from someone else, it can have incredible healing benefits. Its transformative power lies in the ability to bypass our thinking minds, downloading entire concepts into our subconscious, structured by sound. Now, you just heard a bit of Carrie's channeling already, but towards the end of the episode, you'll hear her bring through two different messages with two very different soul signatures. And it might just encourage you to try it out for yourself, if you haven't already. So, Without further ado, here is my discussion with Carrie Allison. Well, welcome, Carrie, to the Earth Keepers podcast. I'm so excited to have you joining me here today. I'm so happy to be here. I feel like I've known you for a long time, and it's glad to, it's, I'm glad to be able to be here with you today. Yeah, well, we met because you're a member of the Earth Tenders Academy, and so I would just love to hear, obviously, we've known each other for a number of years, but I'd love to hear more about how your spiritual journey unfolded, how your work with the land kind of um, in was involved in this as well, and what your journey's been like. Yeah. So actually, the way that I found you was because very early on in my spiritual journey, um, I had hawks coming to me all the time. And so I literally Googled, what does it mean when hawks seem to be following you? And I found your blog from that. So when I say, yeah, I feel like I've known you a really long time. I really have. It was was just a blog, I think, then. And um, you hadn't even launched the Earth Tenders Academy. And um, so, yeah, so my spiritual journey got started, like many people's, through Um, through some suffering, through some personal life suffering, where I kind of felt like I needed to seek out um, what was um, real and true about myself. And um, so, yeah, so was following your vlog and, you know, several other things as I was being fed the little breadcrumbs along the way. And um, so then, yeah, when you opened the Earth Tenders Academy, it means so much sense to me because I felt like a big part of my healing journey was being out in nature and hiking. And I'm super fortunate. I live in North Carolina and we have the beautiful pilot mountain just 30 minutes away from us. And I feel like 
what I know now is that it's such an it's an energetic grid point and the whole mountain just feels like this huge crystal. And so it's so healing to be there and so soothing and calming and clearing. And um, so, yeah, it just made so much sense to join the Earth Tenders Academy and begin working with the land. And um, it's just my process has just morphed so much along the way um, to where I now am able to channel like uh, spirits of the land, like spirit beings that are on the land and whatnot. And their light language comes through me now. So I feel like it's just progressed and progressed and it's been such a cool unraveling to see that um, that happen um, and unfold. Just a fun, fun, fun journey. I love it. I love it. And I know within the Earth Hunters Academy, we've connected with the um, energies in North Carolina in a few different places and with Pilot Mountain as well. So yeah, it's the energy there is really special and unique. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I love it. And I feel like it it really draws a lot of healer type people um, to this city because of that, I feel um, for sure. It just has such a magnetic pull to it. It's really amazing. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, it's interesting because in Earth Tenders Academy, especially, we talk about like all the different kinds of ways people can receive information and channel information. You know, I write a lot of information or a lot of, um, you know, messages that kind of come through me, but there's so many different ways to uh, connect in, and bring through messages in that way. And so you've been doing a lot with toning and light language. And so I'd just love to hear more about kind of how you feel those integrate together and how it opened up for you to bring information through yourself in this way. Yeah. So, um, so the light language came to me first and it was one of those things where, um, I was in a healing session with a friend of mine and he would say that what he does is called healing prayers. Um, it's, it's language that you don't understand. And he would express it to his clients as healing prayers. And he said to me in one session, can you do what I do? And I said, I don't know, but secretly I already knew, you know, like, you know, deep down, it's like, oh. so I went home and started Googling. Um, I didn't even know what to type in. Um, And so I was like, I don't know, let's type in speaking in tongues, even though that didn't feel comfortable to me, but I needed like a starting point. And so somehow then I found the phrase light language and I was like, oh, okay. So I found a video that, um, that very short video clip where a woman was speaking light language, maybe like a two minute clip. And I watched it and I just immediately welled up with tears, began crying. It felt so like comforting and so familiar. And um, I was like, wow, I don't know what just happened. That was really interesting. And then I um, started now that I have this word, light language or this phrase, I started Googling that and found a blog post about light language that had this heart chakra meditation embedded in it. That was a little video that you could watch. It was really mostly audio with some pretty visual. And so I listened to that. And when I listened to that, this woman, there was all this like sound instruments, these beautiful, you know, sound healing instruments playing. But this woman began speaking light language. And I found myself 
speaking back to her. And then I also found myself making symbols like over my body. And I was like, I stepped outside of myself for a moment. I was like, what are you doing? And I said back to myself, oh, I'm healing myself. And so I was putting these codes over my body and saying these things. And I could feel that I was healing and shifting things inside of myself. And, you know, when something happens like that, that's so wild, um, you, you know, your cynical mind can maybe doubt the veracity of it. So I was like, all right, I, maybe that was just a fluke. Let me do it again and see what happens. <laughs> so I listened to the meditation again. Of course, the same thing happened. It, it looked different that time, but same thing happened. I was able to speak again and all that. Wow. I mean, it was just a spontaneous thing that erupted from my body. Um, and I wasn't mimicking what she was saying or anything to that effect. It was almost like I was speaking back to her. So anyway, so now I have this tool, light language, and um, I just began speaking it to myself around the house. And over time, I gained more confidence. I'm like, wow. And I have a really dear friend, Carly, who is so supportive of me. And she's like, Carrie, this is really powerful. I think this can help people. So we start like easing into like sharing it here and there. Um, with people. And so I host a once a month uh, cacao ceremony with Carly and she and I were, uh, we would always offer like a guided meditation with um, usually a verbal guided meditation with some sound like drumming or what have you. Well, I brought my singing bowl one day and um, she was walking around doing her guided meditation and I was um, strumming the singing bowl and began toning and she began toning and we were toning together and we like, whoa, what is happening? We hit this harmonic resonance that just like it made all the, I mean, my, the hairs on the back of my neck are standing up right now, recounting it. Just, we just hit this resonance where something was definitely happening. And then my light language started coming through. So it was like, we were weaving the toning and the light language together. And it feels like what happens is that the toning kind of opens up a space and creates this space in the in the waveform energy. And then the light language rides that wave and goes into the person's being, into their uh, resonance field. And then they can accept and receive the information. So the cool thing about light language is it just bypasses the conscious thinking mind. You can't understand with your logical, analytical mind what is being said but your body and your soul understands it and can receive it on whatever level it needs to. So it's, that's how I have woven those two together. And it's just, it feels amazing. It's like, I want to do it all day, every day. <laughs> that's all I want to do. <laughs> I hope that's a question. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And I love that description because that's always been my, my sense with toning too, is it just, it does. It bypasses our mind and and is opening things up. So what a beautiful description about how then the the light language is kind of flowing through on that tone or on that frequency in a way that I, our bodies recognize and understand, even yeah. if our conscious mind doesn't. Right. Yes. Yes. It's it's so amazing. Well, 
tell me what your sense is while you've been working with light language as to, you know, what, what is it or where does it come from? Or, you know, I mean, not that, that anybody has the exact answer or, or knowledge, but um, you know, what is it, what does it do? Where does it come from? What, what have you found as you've been on this journey? Yeah. So um, I am definitely the type of person that while I love like scientific information and love to get affirmations and confirmations about things. Um, like you think one thing and then you get this confirmation scientifically, you know, about things in quantum physics, you know, it's like, yes, I knew it. But, um, but for the longest time, I didn't really question it. It just felt so good that I just let it flow. So more recently, as I've been sharing it more and more uh, publicly, because for a long time, I didn't share it publicly. It just felt so vulnerable and um you know the old kind of uh wounding about you know potentially being harmed for something that's so different like kind of bubbled up inside of me and so it kind of kept me quiet for a long time but um as I began sharing it more and more I was like yeah really where does this come from when I need to try to explain it to people where does it come from so um I kind of had this download And it's really just a working theory that there are stories in the Bible about the Tower of Babel, if people are familiar with that. So the Tower of Babel, these um, all the humans were trying to create this ladder up to heaven so they could be close to God. And, you know, the, the myth is that God said, no, we can't have that. And so he broke them apart and made them all speak differently. So they're language would be confused so they couldn't work together anymore. Well, I'm wondering like, you know, how much of that is symbolic? Is there anything to it? Is there any myth or lore to it that really is? Maybe at one point in time, I feel like in spirit form, say when we're with divine source, when we're with God, whatever you want to call it, when we are without body, there is this one language that we all speak when we are one in consciousness. Maybe there is this one language we all speak and maybe that's light language. And maybe that's why when everyone hears it, it, I hear nine times out of 10, I hear this. It's so familiar to me. And it's like, how can something that sounds so wild to us by all intents and purposes sound so familiar. And so, um, you know, and the little bit of research that I've done, thankfully more is kind of coming out about it. But, you know, yeah, we're all just theorizing. It's been called light language, heart language, soul language, ancient tongue, mother tongue, um, just these different words where we're trying to encapsulate something that's really pretty indescribable. But I feel like it really just comes from your soul's essence. Um, in short, I feel like it's the language of your heart. Um, and that's why it can bypass your conscious thinking mind. And another reason I feel like light language came to me is I was always the little kid who was trying to practice telepathy. <laughs> I would try to practice all the um, extrasensory perceptions and was fascinated with that. But I always try to practice telepathy. And as I grew up, I found myself saying quite frequently, oh my gosh, I wish there would just be telepathy because language seems so limiting to me. I felt like I couldn't um, express myself fully through modern language. And so 
I feel like that's another kind of cool component of light language that because it is coming from your heart, it helps you express yourself more wholly and fully than than maybe English or German or what what have you. Um, and so, yeah. It's so funny because that's how I always describe talking with the spirits of the land too, right? Or trees or animals or whatever of like, they all have a common language, right? Like we're the ones that have invented language too. And then like, you know, a hundred languages so that we can really not understand anybody. (laughs) And that, you know, most everything else is talking on this like energetic telepathic um, frequency that we just aren't in the habit of doing anymore. Yes, which is why I think, um, it's so fun how light language sounds like sounds and tones and and different things like that because yeah I think it's trying to amalgamate frequencies and energies into something digestible to the to the human vessel um, since we are not just in spirit anymore it's like well we have to hit you know the different frequencies and so our ears can hear it and our our body can feel that resonance, that vibration. So yeah, super fascinating. It is interesting to think about too, because, you know, I, our language most likely wasn't designed to interact with our energy field or of course it does, right? Like, of course our bodies and our energy fields respond to it, but it wasn't designed for that where, you know, this universal language was you know, in in many ways, if you've experienced it, <laughs> you know, like it just it opens up your field in a very different way than than we might think of as our common language. Yeah, that's so fascinating to think about. Like, yeah, about how our civilized language is actually. I mean, that whole word, the word civilization, and so <laughs> we could go down a whole road on that and how that is really the antithesis of what the word is supposed to mean. So, yeah. yeah kind of makes sense that our civilized language would fall short as well yeah yeah at least it's that that would be my sense so who knows the the actual origin but but my my feeling would be that that it wasn't created in that way or with that purpose so yeah well you mentioned that you do some you know ceremonies cacao ceremonies different things in person so I, I get the sense that you enjoy working in person, in community. And I was just hoping you could share a little bit about what your experiences are like when you uh, share these, um, you know, share these experiences together with other people and some of the things that that happen when that, uh, when you come together. Yeah. So um, this new offering that has come out of the cacao ceremonies where we began toning and, um, and combining the toning and light language, we call this new um, experience, the resonant body experiential. And um, it is amazing uh, because we get everyone together. We, um, we take a walk in nature first to get grounded and connect. We do some work with the trees, like we connect in with one particular tree and envision that we're creating this toroidal field connected with the trees. And that's really beautiful. And then um, and then we come back and we do breath work. And I think the breath work is really, really important for opening up our bodies, opening up our nervous systems, relaxing our nervous systems, oxygenating our body. So that makes us more ready to receive. And then it's just amazing. We have um, 
all the chakra singing bowls and we have the group of people laying on the the ground on yoga mats in between myself and my friend Carly and um we begin toning and well we began playing the singing bowls and toning and then like I was saying before then the light language rides in through there and we've had people have first of all first and foremost most people feel extremely calm and um, just in a blissful state but we've had people uh, you, you'll see people kind of like writhing around as the energy is working through their body and moving things out of their body. Um, we've had people crying. We've had people laughing uncontrollably. Um, and it's just all sorts of states of the uh, the human experience is what we've seen. And some of the things we've heard people say afterwards is like, this is the most, um, this is the most trippy I've felt sober ever <laughs> um one man said that he was he went outside of his body and was hovering over the whole room looking down at all the people below him that were in the group with him and he just felt amazing um people definitely have visions you know it is very much like an extended shamanic journey or maybe not extended but a shamanic journey and um, so it has just been, it, I swear, it feels like we're creating this grid and this vortex of energy that just goes up and out of the whole place. And I would love to be able to see with my physical eyes what the energetic field looks like as we're, um, as the energy is just crescendoing and like, what does that look like? What does the grid look like? What are we doing? What's happening? I did have an experience. Um had a friend's saltwater pool. We had everyone in the saltwater pool, which of course is, you know, just carrying that huge charge anyway. And we were all in the pool and myself and another friend could see the Metatron's cube grid that was made out of our bodies and going through the center of the pool. It was amazing. So we have had just like amazing experiences that we just feel so connected to one another and connected to nature and um, really in your body, but also super expanded at the same time. It is just, it is, it's really challenging to describe, actually. I feel like I've said a lot of words, but have I said anything to really encapsulate what it's like to experience it? Um, I'm not sure. <laughs> well, it sounds amazing. It sounds magical, especially being in water. You just think, you know, the the layers of things that are being included between water and geometry and sound and, you know, what a, what a cool experience to put all of those pieces together and then amplify it by being in a group of people like that. Yeah. And speaking of water, I feel like that's kind of the number one thing that is happening is that I feel like we're restructuring the body, the water in our body. Um, I feel like that's the bottom line is that as we're creating these tones and um, this language is pouring through these codes, it's, it's just, it's all coding. And so we're recoding and restructuring the water within our body and, um, you know, using that pineal gland as the, as the crystal, as the tuning fork, as the, as the rod to like receive the information and then it just restructures everything within. I, it's just, it's absolutely, it's just so cool. Can't believe this is my life. 
<laughs> I love it. I love it. That sounds amazing. And, and yeah, really working with our body in that kind of like pressurized crystal way, you know, what a um, amplification I'm sure it is in, uh, in the field around us when our bodies get kind of retuned like that. Yeah. And so something I'm trying to focus in on things too, where um, someone could come to me for a healing service where I can remotely or in person uh, focus on one thing. If they have one physical issue or an emotional issue or what have you, I can uh, transmit codes for them that they can then listen to on repeat. And um, we are even, I have like little bottles like this where I'm charging the water with the codes and create a tincture for people that they can then take um, internally to help restructure that water. So um, super excited. I feel like it has just so many um, opportunities for helping people and reaching people and just helping people expand and, and feel great and be happy to be here and be able to be in resonance with themselves so they can bring their best self forward. I'm, I'm super excited about it. I love that. I love it. Yeah. Well, on the note of working with the land and I love that you incorporate in your sessions, kind of that initial being outside and connecting with the trees, but it's always so fascinating to me. I should make a list at some point because I can't always remember all of the different ways, but uh, you know, part of what we do in Earth Tenders is really kind of, you know, help everybody uh, explore how, what their special gifts are in working with the land, right? The way that I do it isn't, doesn't have to be the way everybody does it. And it's been remarkable to me to hear over the years, all of the different ways that people have found to um, work with the spirits of the land, work with the grids, work with the with the earth itself. And so I'd love to hear how, uh, in addition to working with people, also you're bringing this work to the land and to the grids. Yeah, so, um, so I really just had that realization as we were working in the pool, it felt like I, well, that's not true. It's not just that time. Um, there've been multiple times where I see like this dome of a grid coming out of the center of what we're doing. And it feels like it connects down into the ground, into the earth. And I just feel like it's sending these healing vibrations over the earth. The other cool thing is that uh, another way that I've been working with the land or the spirits of the land is that as these transmissions are coming through, um, it feels like it's the land or um, nature beings on the land or sometimes people that are living on different timelines than we are. Um, they're coming through and letting me vocalize what like using my human vessel to vocalize what the tones that need to happen to bring healing to the land. Um, so that happened just recently where I made that connection with when we were in the saltwater pool, it was like, oh my goodness, because the language that was coming out, that was kind of like a collective aha, like one lady in our group was like, yeah, you were speaking some kind of indigenous language. And I was like, yeah, I mean, just it's it's wild what comes through and you just trust that it's doing the work that it needs to do. So yeah, so channeling the people and spirit like beings like, you know, fairies, whatever it might be, 
um, on the land to let them work through me as a human so that I can vocalize whatever needs to happen. Just using me as a tool is, is how I've been trying to work with, um, with the land and seeing what I can do. And we have a beautiful vision of um, going to Pilot Mountain and really doing a lot of um, intentional toning work there where we can surround the, um, the knob. And uh, with, we were trying to figure out how many people would it take so we could all home together and create something beautiful there. But yeah, that's that's a little bit of, of what I've done to try to work with the land and, you know, just channeling whoever comes through, like whether it's Bigfoot or whomever. Yeah. And, you know, I think that we... I think we can dismiss toning sometimes as, you know, too simple or, you know, I should be doing more or, you know, it's um, this is just not as powerful as it is. And I have seen time and again, and it's interesting, I, I think I talked about it on the, the episode with uh, Carrie Bennett about the the message that the spirits had showed me about moving a tone through my heart in the, you know, infinity loop between my heart and, and the land. And it wasn't until, you know, they didn't just, they didn't explain it or give me some scientific explanation. They just said, do, you know, do it like this. <laughs> so, um, and it, you know, it feels good, but, uh, but I didn't really know, you know, the deeper meaning until she was really explaining um, how our hearts work to do that. And I'm like, how magical, right. That these beings can connect with us and, share how to do that and all we have to do is you know go outside and, and tone and open our hearts up and and just the magic and the healing that's available when we do that and connect with the earth it just you know astounds me every day <laughs> yeah and I feel like it's so much more pure to go outside and just belt out a beautiful tone that that share from your heart that shares all your gratitude for nature and the earth. Like if we were to try to articulate it in words, like to me, that just seems exhausting and like it would just fall short of, of how we really feel. So yeah, I love that idea of just toning from the heart and just letting that wash over the land in appreciation and gratitude and healing, whatever it needs. Yeah. Yeah. And kind of, kind of just trusting that the, finding those right tones within ourselves is the way of the land helping, you know, helping us tune it as well. So um, yeah, it's always just such a beautiful, beautiful experience when, when I have that on the land as well. So. So yeah, you, I feel like that's, that's all that channeling really is, is just trusting like, Oh, my body wants to do this certain thing right now. And so, and you, you trust it and you make that sound. It's like, oh, that feels really good. Now it would feel good to make this tone. Yeah. That's all channeling is. It's just trusting the flow coming through you. <laughs> okay. Okay. Well, you mentioned Bigfoot just briefly, and I know you have connected uh, with our uh, Bigfoot family as well. And I'd just love to hear more about your experiences and uh, what, what has transpired in the woods with Bigfoot. <laughs> Yes. So yes, there, I have a group of friends that I go into the woods with, and there's this certain space that we go that seems to be very active. There's got to be some kind of portal on the land there. It seems to be a very active 
entry point for all sorts of different beings. And so we've seen all sorts of seen, felt, whatever, depending on people's um, ESPs, um, different beings there. And definitely is a place for Bigfoot. And in this group of friends that I have, there are tons of Bigfoot lovers amongst us. And so, um, and really you got me more interested in Bigfoot because I just hadn't really given it much thought. I'm an East Coast girl and that's just not something we know all that much about. You know, growing up, I didn't hear about it. Um, and so, yeah, so we were in the woods one night and um, we go at nighttime and wait until it gets pitch dark and just watch and wait for um, beings to come out. And uh, I was with a friend of mine who does also uh, channel light language. And there were many of us in the group, but the two of us were together. And I felt this really huge energy start to enter my field. <laughs> I grabbed a nearby tree for support. <laughs> And I grabbed it just holding it. And then by the end of the the occurrence, I was completely hugging the tree and hanging on to it so that I could keep standing. And um, so what happened was the energy of Bigfoot, whether it was one Bigfoot or Bigfoot consciousness, I can't quite tell you. It felt like if I had to say it was like three all in one that kind of came in. And the energy was so strong and big, it felt like I had a freight train running through my body. Um, and so when I began to speak, first of all, I'm grabbing the tree. My body is shaking. I've never had this kind of experience before. My body is shaking. It's hard for me to stand up straight. I, I'm like bent forward. Like I want to get down and crouch on the ground just to support my body so it can hold all this energy. I had to grab my friend's hand that was next to me too. I was like, oh my God, I need you. And this uh, transmission started coming through. I was like doing this guttural scream that I did not know that my vocal cords could do. It was so, ooh. And <laughs> just this long transmission came through, tears pouring down my face. Not because I was overwhelmed with like this loving emotion or anything, but just because it was so intense. What was the the vibration that was rocking my body was so intense that my whole body was just like, what is happening right now? <laughs> we are trying to maintain homeostasis here and it's really challenging. So, I mean, I was just like, bellowing bellowing is the best word it was just bellowing this long message and in my mind my like little human self um was thinking like oh my gosh when is this gonna be over <laughs> what is gonna become of me after this <laughs> but all was well um the energy left my body I did collapse and um, had to go sit down and just, you know, body heaving from the experience and just shaking. I shook my way all the way down the the mount, the walking path back to our cars afterwards. Um, but it was amazing. It was so amazing that one, I was able to even hold that energy too, that they would trust me to let the energy, let the transmission come through. And um, I feel like they were just trying to share 
okay, you guys seem to love us so much and you really want to interact with us. Well, here it is. <laughs> this is what we've got for you. And I mean, it was just, it was so fascinating. Um, and I felt really good afterwards. I felt very high after my body stopped <laughs> all the all the things that it had to do, you know, all the shaking that it was doing and whatnot um, to get reintegrated and balanced back to like, okay, now we're just, you know, we're, we're just holding Carrie's energy now. It's just back to Carrie. <laughs> but yeah, that was wild. And I think maybe I even wrote you about it after it happened. Maybe it I think just- you did. I remember. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> Do you yeah, remember cool. like what the kind of gist of their message or like what, what, what it was that they wanted to share? It, to me, it felt, um, it felt like on the one hand, sort of playful. It was like a playful um, energy, like, you guys are really cute. You know, you say you want to interact with us. Well, here it is. Um, and because we've got some ladies in the group, they're like, please, we just want to see you. <laughs> like, no, we, we won't tell anybody, you know, that sort of thing. And um, so part of it was like, okay, you you want to interact with us. Here it is. The other part was, it felt like we were getting activations. It's like, okay, you guys are progressing on your journey and it's time to level up a little bit. So definitely some um, activating through a little bit of clearing and whatnot. I mean, I definitely have lots of clearing, but um, I think I had to have the clearing in order to be able to hold that vibration. Um, But yeah, uh, playful, activating, clearing kind of leveling up, helping us level up is what it felt like it was that day. And everybody kind of had a little bit different experience with it too. Just just like as always, um, you know, the the words themselves, whatever was coming out, um, everybody kind of interpreted it differently for what they needed. And, you know, as we've talked about before, I don't remember everything. <laughs> Especially when I'm in that sort of state, I can't remember everything so no I'm sure not but what a remarkable experience to to feel that and and while I haven't had that where they've like come through me in such a a visceral way like that I have had multiple experiences where I suddenly realize like that they're right there next to me and it is it's so enormous and such a powerful yeah (laughs) strong energy like no matter how you know what your experience have, have been, you you can't help but kind of be a little intimidated in that moment and a little overwhelmed by um, the enormity of their energy. It's it's really um, a strong energy. Yeah, it's so fascinating. It's so fascinating what every being's energetic um, imprint is, like what their vibrational imprint is, and it's so wild. Like when you start talking about it, I can totally tune into what they feel like and I start feeling that feeling of like this is overwhelming it's super cool it's it's interesting how big their energy is um it's just yeah it like vibrates in this like large way words it's hard with the words it really is I don't know if I've ever told the story on the podcast before but I was camped once in a tent by myself um, a handful of years ago, and um, and there was some difficult energies on the land where I was, and 
I woke up in the middle of the night feeling like I was being dragged out of my tent. And it was, it was energetic, but also like I had to wake up all the way before I realized I wasn't physically being dragged out. And so of course, like immediately I'm like calling in protection, calling it, you know, like, you know, come anybody, <laughs> like come watch over me because I don't know what's going on right now. And we, I mean, you know, in seconds, I realized like there's a Bigfoot outside the tent now, like they came immediately. And so I was trying from inside the tent to like picture to see in my mind's eye what it was. And I could only see as high as like the waist, but the waist was, you know, like at the top of my tent, right? It was just so enormous and so big. And it was, uh, I was both comforted and fearful. (laughs) It took me a while to fall back asleep and feel like, uh, okay, it's going to be fine. (laughs) Just close your eyes you're being watched over but yeah it was that that's one of the more in, intense uh kind of close close encounters <laughs> that I've had and I was not brave enough to unzip the tent and <laughs> look outside <laughs> I think that might be like a theme of all of our lives on a spiritual journey is it can be comforting <laughs> and terrifying all the same time <laughs> It's like it's so true, so fun, and it's terrifying. It's like the best real life <laughs> ride ever. <laughs> I'm retelling this, thinking like this sounds really scary. <laughs> like in the moment, I don't know. I was kind of scared, but also like it's fine. They're here, <laughs> and yeah, and it was energetic. And then you you know you realize like wait, I'm the embodied one here. Back off, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Bring your tools from the earth to your economy. <laughs> Exactly. <laughs> Leave my tent immediately. <laughs> the boundary here. <laughs> well, I know that, uh, you know, everybody would love to hear a transmission. And I know that you would love to share after, you know, we've been talking about this. So, uh, and I, I think your sense is that probably you want to share from, you know, two different messages so that we can kind of hear the different um, ways that uh, the light language comes through. And so if you want to share a little bit about uh, kind of the messages and how we might receive them and uh, who you might be connecting with today. Yeah, so I thought it would be fun to be able to hear the difference between what what I would call like, like my own light language, like just my soul essence. Um, what that kind of sounds like and just a general message of love that I'm sending to everyone who, um, who is listening. And then, um, and then I'll channel a different being and um, we can talk about her in a minute. It's one of our faves. So I love um, it. Yeah. So it takes me like a couple of moments to kind of get in the zone um, going from like the state that we were in to kind of tuning a little bit inward. So, and you might see me, um, like I have a few little ticks and whatnot that sometimes happen. That happens more so when I'm channeling someone else as my body is trying to um, uh, regulate the energy coming in from a different entity. But um, for myself, it's it's a little bit less so. So I'm just going to take a moment. <sighs> all that laughing calm and centered you can just close your eyes if you want to if seeing my face is um is distracting 
and close your eyes and just listen to heart. Hmm. We hukunai at the city at the Hukurata Naista. Siroandai at the Kusara Ura. Sina ina Hukura Ataishaskina Unokiate. Ke Unka ite Surahite, Unakite Shothuda. Sina ina Gurai Uretestaskana ina Ura. Sikuna ayata Suta Shasina ina Ura. Si ai Urai ite Shanani. Akura inanita kusatana yute hu rayana unkataishtaskara ulatan usekina inayuta usekira inayuta inakura yute sharakina sekuna inayuta. And now, um, Amy and I both love Sophia very much. And um, if you're not familiar with Sophia, she's the Gnostic um, symbolization of the creator of the physical earth is, um, is my best knowing of her. And um, there are a lot of different mythologies around it, but she's kind of the divine feminine, the divine feminine that brought forth the earth creation so um <clears throat> it will take me a moment to to get in the zone to bring her through I need to ask her first and same thing um with her if you feel more comfortable with your eyes closed you can Shadow, 
Thank you. Beautiful. You'll notice the differences when I'm channeling a different being. Sometimes they ask my vocal cords to do something that is not always within that range. <laughs> so it's like my body strains sometimes to do what it wants. And um, and so you just work through it. But that's kind of the difference between when I'm channeling someone different. Um, than myself yeah and they didn't just sound different like to me they felt very differently right like it it, it really felt like the essence of you coming mm -hmm. through in that that first transmission it did to me anyhow and so um it's thank you for giving us those two different examples so that we can really feel how that how that feels sure and they're endless um I have channeled I think it might be on my Instagram. I channeled the the spirit of I'm looking at my garden right now and um the the spirit of Yara came through me one day and um and I recorded that and um and then I I asked one day if a Viking wanted to come and <laughs> come through me and that was amazing. That's on my um my link trip if anybody wants to listen to that. That is like nuts so. <laughs> <laughs> any any Viking in particular? <laughs> His name is Score, yes. <laughs> and he was awesome. And I'm like, oh my God, I didn't know my body could do this. My throat. Wow. It was interesting. So super fun. So they all sound really different. Um, I've channeled Kuan Yin, um, and that was really beautiful, like really soft. She's really soft, but also it did very much sound like this language that I don't know how to speak, you know, beyond just light language, but yeah, it's fascinating. It's, it's so fun. It's such a fun playground. That's amazing. Well, thank you for sharing this with us. And I, I mean, I would love to hear if you have any tips for people uh, if they're working on unlocking this within themselves as to kind of how to start leaning into that and feeling into that. Yeah. So I think if you're if you're feeling a call to light language, um, either because of hearing this and feeling some kind of stir or um, or because you're just looking for a different kind of healing tool, like our breath is always with us and our voice hopefully will always be with us. And so um, really just you can start by just toning around your house, you know, like 
if we think about it, humming and singing to ourselves, things like that, those are already self-soothing mechanisms that we have that we just naturally do. Um, whistling, you know, you, you hear these people, um, I, I always think of like older gentlemen whistling as they are working like in the yard or wherever. And so just starting to practice those things is a great way to get started. And then um, you're welcome to go to like my Instagram and whatnot and just listen to the different things that I've recorded because I feel like hearing it um, over and over again can kind of help start having it bubble up and unlock in you. Um, and there are plenty of great people on, um, you know, the socials that um, are also speaking like language. So, yeah, I think just listening to it can kind of help it come out. And um, so like I have a light language workshop where um, that's that's what we do. I do a ton of messages while it's happening. We do throat chakra exercises and whatnot to try to help open it up. And, you know, it may not happen the first time that you want it to, but it, it's an unfolding. Um, it's your confidence growing and your ability to do something that seems, you know, a little bit outlandish to um, our practical, logical thinking mind. But at the same time, it's just so natural. So doing the things like toning and humming and whistling are a good way to just kind of start opening that throat chakra up, up more. Um, and setting the intention that that's what you want, that you want that to come through. Um, I, I'm a huge believer. Everybody that knows me knows I always say everything is energy and everything is intention. So uh, with intention, we create. So we take our energy, intend it towards something, and we create what we want. So, um, yeah, that's it. I love it. Well, thank you. Thank you again for sharing. Let people know where they can find you and connect with you or um, online and in person. Yeah, so so I'm in Winston-Salem, North Carolina. Um, it's in the triad of North Carolina, and I do lots of workshops and things. Um, your best bet is to find me on Instagram. Um, that's the one that I can seem to keep up with. And um, my handle on Instagram is be free rooted. So B E F R E E R O O T E D. Um, and yeah, and um, I have all sorts of uh, resources there, and um, you just poke through and and watch those different recordings and see if you can be inspired and awaken your own lightning. Well, thank you so much, and. Um, thanks for sharing all this with us. We've loved having you here. It's my pleasure. Thanks so much for having me, Amy. Sending my deepest gratitude to Carrie for this illuminating discussion. And I hope it's inspired you to think about channeling in a totally new way. If you enjoyed this episode and you think these ideas are worth spreading, I hope you'll share it with others. In the meantime, thanks for listening. And thanks for being here on the earth in this moment in time. I'll see you back here next week. Thank you. Thank you from the bottom of my heart for listening to the Earth Keepers podcast. I'm so honored to share this journey with you. I would love it if you join me and other Earth Keepers from around the world in the Following Hawks Earth Keepers community on Facebook. To find the show notes, additional resources, or learn more about working with me, 
go to earthkeeperspodcast.com. Until next time, I'll see you in the multiverse.